Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? This is your man, Serzo. I'm here with my co-host, Poochie. Say what's up, Pooch. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, 2022. 2022, <laughs> 2022. Good to see you again. Hope everybody had a good holiday season. Uh, the new year is upon us. Some things haven't changed. Some things will change, but it's all up to you how things will change this year. All uh, right. First, I want to make sure I want to thank everybody for joining us in 2021. Um, we had fun last year. We threw you guys a lot of topics. We went through 20 episodes last year. So we definitely appreciate you guys for joining us last year. Um, hope that you stick with Can us. Can we get a week. round of applause for the consistency on our side, though? Because we were consistent. We were consistent. Let's do that. Let's do that. Round of applause. Round of applause. That'll work. That'll work. So you guys make sure you stick with us this year, you know, in 2022, as we go through some more topics. We're going to consider this season two. Um, and of course, today's going to be episode one of season two. Um, we're doing it a little bit different this year. We're going to do a little bit of videos here and there. So uh, make sure you stay tuned. We'll probably let you know when those videos are there. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Especially those people who are watching us and listening to us from out of the mm -hmm. country. You know, China, France, I think it's Australia, and then we got some my UK baddies. Some Love UK, me some UK baddies. Some UK folks. <laughs> so definitely appreciate all of you. So uh let's go ahead and get into our topic today. So what are we gonna talk about today? We are gonna talk about saying no. Um, and this okay. is primarily gauged towards women saying no. Um, because according to research, it just seems like we have a, a more difficulty saying no than men. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we're going to run through some scenarios. We're going to tell you or tell you ways to say no. Okay. <laughs> you can take them, you can leave them. Okay. Some women do not have this issue, but the majority does or had. Um, so it's just basically like an empowering women to have a backbone and don't feel guilty about saying no because mm -hmm. you have the right this is your opinion this is your option um you don't always have to be the yes man you don't always have to go you know beyond beyond okay uh you know we're going to respect you either way all right all right what right. it is it is what it is. <laughs> so so um, I don't even know why I chose this topic because it was just something that I, it just came to me out of nowhere. Um, so I started to do like a little bit of research on it. And um, like I was telling you, it's like it's like a it's like a worldwide type issue. OK, um, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't you know talk about it. But when you start to do your research, there are so many books and so many, um, you know, classes and references um, to this particular topic. So I just decided to bring it to the podcast so we can talk a little bit about it. Okay. okay. So I wanted to start off by asking you, though, why do you think that women have a hard time saying no? Well, I think women. Or do you think that women have a hard time saying no? I should ask. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. I really okay. do. And I think women have a harder time with saying no because, you know, they are natural nurturers. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. saying yes and wanting to take care of everybody and everything is just who they are. Mm 
Yeah. So I think I, I do think it's harder for a woman to say no than a, than a man is. A man has that you know rough around the edges kind of thing. So yeah. They quick to say you know get out of my face you know I ain't doing that <laughs> or whatever case may be you know. But women are natural people who want to always be there for someone, help someone, nurture mm-hmm. someone, especially when the when you are the typically you know historically the primary person that the child goes to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's just the way that you are wired, you know, to say yes or okay, or I try to do my best or whatever the case may be, you know, so I do so what do I want you, to do. Do you think that women with kids have a harder time saying no than women without kids? I have to say yes. Mm-hmm. I have to say yes, because it goes again, it goes towards that nurturing mm-hmm. aspect of things. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's, it's putting a blanket statement on all women, because that's definitely mm-hmm. the case. That'd be ignorant for me to say that, you know, but I do think that lends a big hand to women who say yes. Those are the ones that have the kids um, or, you know, they just take care of someone. You know, right. They always want to do right by somebody. They always want to be helpful to somebody. And mm-hmm. they're more prone to saying yes. Now, the woman who don't yeah. have kids, they ain't got nobody to worry about but themselves. <laughs> they're going to be a little bit more selfish about it. Right. You no, know, they're right. quick to tell you, I ain't doing it. Or I ain't coming over mm-hmm. there. Or I'm not going over there. You know, so it's a little it's a little different with those individuals. You know, but yeah. that's the way I see it. Okay. Okay, just wanted to get that that male perspective mm-hmm. on it, but I, I mean, I totally agree. I, 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 you know, I I do agree. I think that once you have, and not saying that that single women just because you don't have kids that means that you're not a nurturer. Right. Um, I think it. I think it's exactly what you said. It's a little bit more of that selfishness. Mm-hmm. A little bit more of no, like I don't want to do it because why would I? Type thing. You right. know, you haven't really taken care of or been in that predicament where you never where you didn't converse yeah yeah. you know so it is it's a little different the the mommies of the world are very selfless and i think that does come with um being a mommy Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. totally agree totally agree that was a good point okay so um let's talk about this uh this thing with us personally, you know, what things have okay. come across. So let's talk about, you know, you, you're the woman of this podcast. So let's yes. see how you feel about for the ladies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's look at it that way. So um, have you had a time when you really wanted to say no, but, you know, because you are free of how that person want to respond, you just went on and said, yeah, I do it. Or I mm-hmm. go ahead and help you or whatever the case may be. Yeah, all the time. I mean, I am a, and with doing this segment, I am a true um, yes, sir. Mm. I am. And I don't know where it came from because I think that I've always been that even before I've had a child. Um, And it could have been just because you want it to be light. I think it's more of, okay. you know, you want to be liked by your peers. You want it to be 
seen a different way like that girl that's just so helpful so nice you know really likable and then you become popular you know all so socially socially just that yeah so i mean i do it often um now i think as i'm getting older i'm starting to to think about it a little bit more because usually when i tend to do something that i don't want to do i don't give it 100 percent. so Mm -hmm. it's almost like a waste of time for me um because i just you know i i never wanted to do it so it's it's not in me to to put that that effort um so i think that it is getting better but i am a yester <laughs> so do you think it also a good another part of it could be the way that you were brought up as in, did you see that in a household with your with your mom or with your aunts or with your you know older cousins? Did you did you, did you pick up something from that? Um, my mom is totally a yes sir. So I think it was that my mom is the is the type of person that every child fundraiser you have, like at work, she's the one that will buy, mm-hmm. knowing she don't need nothing, she don't need nobody's popcorn. She don't need, you know, no gummy bears, no none of that because she don't eat it. But she just does it. It's like, how can you say no to, mm-hmm. you know, to that? So I know, and it could have been, you know, a subconscious type thing that I that I took from my mom. Um, now that you now that you say that, but maybe that's where I got it from. Okay. And I really didn't realize it until, like I said this segment and I was like I think that I you know I suffer <laughs> from, from this <laughs> so you think it's a condition <laughs> I think it's a condition I honestly do I think it's a condition and you, I probably need counseling oh, because it's and you know what it's all about for me it's how I come across at saying no okay like I don't want to be oh hell no you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So even if I say no and then don't say anything after it, it almost seems like I have to say something after it because it comes off as rude. So I think I don't know how to say no without it coming off as, you know, being mean or rude or mm-hmm. a bitch, basically. I think that's what my problem is. And then when I say no, I feel like I have to follow it up with an excuse when I really don't. But I feel like that. So I don't know. I can see that. I can <laughs> it see is that. a condition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. What'd you get? What's next? So with you, All right. do you why do you think like because I I know you touched on it, you know, a little bit before about men. Mm-hmm. Well, why do you think that men comes yeah it comes natural for men to say no I think so I think I think it it, it comes a little bit more natural so what is that that factor because men they say men have like a nurturing side as well we do we do but I think in in general we are more of the opposite Um, in general again not putting everybody in the bucket but I think we are uh, quick to say no because most of the time we really don't care what you think about it. Mm-hmm. 
we don't care how you feel about us after we tell you no. You know, you can like me, hate me, you know, but I really don't care. If I don't want to do something or I don't want to go somewhere, or I don't want to help someone, then I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Because you know? if, if you think about it, you know, I can guarantee if you take 10 women and 10 men, you know, I bet you eight out of the 10 women will feel bad if some little Girl Scout came to them and wanted to sell them cookies and they had to tell them no because they didn't have the money. They wish they had the money to give them. But a guy mm-hmm. can sit there and probably nine out of the ten guys would be like, I can have the money in my pocket and I ain't giving you nothing. <laughs> you know, I can I can just walk away like it ain't nothing. I don't want no damn cookies. Well, why? Like, how can you do like how <laughs> how is that? How do you get that way? It's is that, it just genetics? Because it's that caveman <laughs> mentality. That caveman mentality. That's all it is. It's that caveman mentality. We just naturally can give two craps if how you feel or how the other person may feel if I say no. If I feel that my answer has to be no to whatever you're asking of me, then that's what's going to happen. You know, Mm -hmm. you deal with my answer. Plain and simple. You know, that's that's how, how guys are, you know. Again, okay. not all guys, but that's just not know, all guys, right? That's kind of how we kind of look at things. I can really care less, you know. <laughs> you can really care less. <laughs> I really don't care. Um, I really don't care. So with this, <laughs> so with this research, they were basically stating that um, this is prominent in the workplace. They say you have like. A person in the workplace, she's a female, and you have two types of female. You have the yes, sir, and you have the one that says no. Like, if she doesn't want to, she will definitely tell you no. If she doesn't want to participate in this project and she doesn't have time, she would definitely tell you no. The thing about that, that person that tells you no, they, in the workplace, they're less likable. They're less likable, and they come off as more aggressive. So here we are with society labeling women because we've adapted to speaking out and speaking up when we do not want to do something. And all of a sudden we are aggressive. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. didn't punch you in the face when we said no. We just honestly said no. And in the workplace, this is where a lot of it, you know, stems from yep. as being that likable employee or that likable coworker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you won't be the one that people go to for the fundraising. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not like you have to say no all the time. You're just saying no to the things that you honestly do not want to do. Mm-hmm. But yet the minute you say no, you automatically have this stigma and you become unapproachable. Which is crazy to me. I get it. I understand it. But it's just like really crazy. It goes to that extreme. From just two letters. Well, you know, uh, you know how when you when you interview someone for a job, they kind of tell you what you want to hear in the interview. Mm-hmm. You know, so you kind of have to decipher the bull crap, you know, as you right. go through the interview, because you know, right. Both of us have been interviewing people long enough, and we understand, you know, this person just shooting the crap to me just to get the job, mm-hmm. or doing. But then again, you do know the ones who are genuine about it because you could tell by the way they're carrying a conversation. Right. Now, having said that, 
there's this quote that I heard a long time ago where it talked about women, not black women, they're talking about women in general. And it said that, you know, when we talk about um, women getting hired, you know, by white men or even white women, they, mm -hmm. you know, we come in, or women, black women come into the interview, basically giving their all, selling themselves greatly. And mm -hmm. then what these companies have labeled you guys as, they say that you went from the pet to the threat. So you, you come in there, you're all sweet, you're all nice, you're doing everything you're supposed to do, you're saying all of the great things. Mm -hmm. Then you start to really take over, not on purpose, but that's just who you are. You're just a strong individual. Right. You're, you're great at what you do. And because of that, people become threatened by you. Now you, mm -hmm. you know how you see people who are, they hire somebody and then, you know, six months later or a year later, their boss is spending all that time talking to you versus talking to your immediate supervisor. Like, so your immediate supervisor is like, okay, she did I hire her for her to come take my job? Right. You know, so they, they, they are threatened by your presence because you're doing what you're supposed to do. So that takes you from that pet to the threat kind of. Um, yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't even like the pet. I, I, I don't even like the pet. I don't like the pet word. You don't like the pet word? Mm -hmm. That's 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 what's that's what's being said. I don't like the, I don't like the pet word, but I mean, I get, it. I understand the analogy, but um, we gotta do something. We gotta do better. Let's okay, do can, we, now. can we take this back? Let's take this back one second. Are you drinking wine? I can't listen. What? The? It's been a long week, <laughs> and. You know, this is the time that we relax and we talk. And I have my little candle burning. Look, it's a oh whole vibe over here. And I got the fur. Don't play. Oh this is God. just you no. Know, and this is this is my this is the vibe. I'm about to have like some incense burning or something next next segment. Look, but don't let that every little, segment I'm gonna add something. Don't let that little <laughs> squirrel you got sitting on your desk catch fire with that doggone candle. No, I'm fine. <laughs> it's a little baby candle. It's all right. First of all, this is that squirrel. This is a bear or something. It's what? Sheep. I don't know. Mm. But I'm fine over here. Back but yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm drinking, I'm sipping a little wine. Okay. Um, do you. you know, do me. Do you. <laughs> Anywho. But it's not liquor. It's not liquor. It's just wine. It's just a little wine. <laughs> okay. It's not okay. It's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho. Oh. So you don't like being yeah. So I want to talk about because you brought up a good point and um, between white and black because when I you know when we was researching this and when I was researching this it really it, it really didn't distinguish whether this was like a, a, a race type thing um, is it more difficult for black women to say no or more easy for black women to say no it just said it in general. But the way that that quote that you just said, it almost seems as though black women are always viewed as the aggressive woman. So with that aggression, yes, I think that no kind of, you know, it's like a hard no, you know, mm -hmm. instead of no, I don't think so. No, no, thank you. Instead of it's like, no, you know what I'm saying? So right. It's like that's full. It's, it's totally different. Right. So I think that plays like a little bit of a role as well. Yeah, it does. It, yeah, I think so. It definitely does. So, anywho. anywho. Yeah. 
but so I wanted to ask you because we're already talking about women saying no, men saying no. We already basically agreed that that men have an easier time saying no than women about you know towards women. Right. No. What am I saying? It, women have a harder time saying no in general. Yes. So I wanted to ask you when a man approaches a woman mm-hmm. and this is when they're interested in her they see her out she looks nice they want to get to know her so they approach her and she respectfully declines she said no i'm not interested no thank you a lot of men become very defensive and it could be like they always do well we can just be friends they always do that or they, you know, automatically you a bitch or you ain't that cute anyway, or, you know, it's not like a, okay, thank you. Have a nice day type thing. Mm-hmm. Why is that? What, why can't men accept women in this scenario that I'm particularly speaking of? So there, why are, can't they respect that? there are a lot of reasons why. Okay. So i go over a few of them. One of them is it's, it's generational mm-hmm. because you, you have to think about a guy who is, and we all, we should know this right off the top, you know, if a guy who is being turned down that is 40 years old or 45 years old by a woman is going to respond differently from a guy that's being turned down by a woman and he's 25. Okay. You know, they're going to respond differently. Um, the 25 year old is going to respond secondly, because you just attacked in his perception, you just attacked his ego. Mm -hmm. You attacked his manhood. Um, especially if you do it in front of his friends, then he has to act out Mm because he he has to show that he can handle his own. He don't care that that you, uh, turned him down. He's thinking you turned him down because you. You just a bad individual. You're just a horrible right. person. I, it's not my fault that you turned me down. It's your fault that you turned me down because you didn't. You don't know what you're missing. Mm-hmm. So it's it could be a, right. It could be a generational <laughs> thing. Exactly. Um, the other thing, and like I said, it, it it could be ego. Guys don't. The last thing a guy wants to do is be turned down uh, after something that he's seeking because we are natural hunters. Mm-hmm. You know, we go out there to hunt our prey and, and what we want to do is take our prey home you know mm-hmm. but if we can't take it home then we're going to fight for it and we're going to give you some mess as to why we didn't get it you know so we just natural hunters we cannot stand to be turned down and pushed away uh, the other thing is what bothers us is when you see a girl and she's in a, a she's with a group of girls and we feel like she's trying to show out for her friends mm-hmm. by turning us down. You know, so again, we're thinking, okay, now she's just trying to show off because she's around her friends. So <clears throat> she's going to try to push me away and try to show that she got some clout or she got guys coming at her from all its angles and she can just turn them down because she got, mm-hmm. you know, but because, um, you know, you always see um, guys always say this. There's always that, that one pretty girl was sitting in the middle of five big girls. Like they heard body. 
that always is always a scenario like that. You're like, are they her bodyguards or what? But the what? big big girls oh always God. take that one pretty girl with them to the club so they can have guys just flocking in, coming in, trying to get her number, and don't got no girls sitting there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like they're ready to eat him or something. <laughs> hey, baby. I mean, that's what they do. That's what people do. That you know, is not true. That is true, girl. Oh my god! And see, we had, and I don't know about talk. We had this name, and this. Uh, I'm normally get killed for this, but we had these names back in the day. Again, this is generational. I was in my 21, 22 years old. Oh. We used to call these, we used to call these girls. I was heavy set. We used to call them big blocks because back That's in so the day, I don't know if you remember back in the day, they used to make these candy bars that was extra big. And they used to call them blocks. So this, one of the friends came with this. That's that's called start calling girls big blocks. And this came from a candy uh, bar. It was so disrespectful. It was. It was so disrespectful. Disrespectful. I bet his mama was that size. I know his mama was that size. But well, his aunt, no. nobody was it. Oh. But yeah, but again, that's generational. Who's 21, 22 years old? No yeah. I think y'all passed. Right. So I would never. Amazing. It would never come out come out of my mouth today. You know, but. That's that's where it's for me. That's where it started. That's why I started mm-hmm. seeing that. You know, you see three, four, you know, heavy set girls, and then you see that one pretty girl sitting in the middle of them, like she's being protected from the wild, and she can't get out because she's just there to be a statue and to draw the flies to her. But then you got all. These- under- How do we get on this topic? Because I was asking. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you. I'm just trying to tell you. This is how, this is why this is how guys see this see girls when they get getting turned down. Is she trying to show out for her friends just to say I can just turn any guy down or get the guy that I want of my choosing? That's kind of how 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 sometimes we see it. They're just trying to turn us down so they can just say I can have any guy of my choosing. I would hope not. I mean, I I mean, I know that there there are females out there, but you know, anybody that that tried to talk to me, whether I was young or older I was always flattered and I told them that it wasn't well okay so okay so not always but it's all in how you approach me too if you approach me like you know what let me that's generational I'm gonna get I'm gonna get killed for this too I'm gonna get killed for this too I promise you I promise you but this okay so if you approach me and I feel like I'm looking my best mm-hmm. and this is, you know, this is how I felt twenties, you know, or whatever. And I think I'm looking my best and you look like a bum off the damn street. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, you have the audacity to approach me and try to holler at me. Then that means that right now I am thinking, well, damn, maybe I'm not looking cute. Cause why you got the why you feel like you can approach a woman of my stature? Oh. You know what I'm saying? When you looking like this, <laughs> on the other hand, that's that is <laughs> see, see. And then at that point, see? I'm like, no, like no. You know what I'm saying? I am. It's not like the nice. No, thank you. You know, thank you for the compliment. No, thank you. I'm automatically on the fence because. It's like a blow to my self-esteem. There it I'm is. Subconscious. 
You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I honestly get, now I wouldn't do that now. Like you said, it comes with age. I wouldn't do that now. I would still respectfully say, oh, well, thank you. Cause I, you know, mm-hmm. I've done it. But back in the day, baby. See, you just proved my point. You just proved my point. <laughs> I can have them like this. I can have them at the snap of my no, finger. No, I said when I felt like I looked my best. Mm-hmm. That's what I what I what I felt like I looked like up to par like like I felt like really good about myself. That's when I would be like, no, this nigga, you know what I'm saying? Looking like who shot John or who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, I understand. But that's how I mean that that's really that's really how it is. So I mean I get it. I get it. <laughs> so yeah, it is all about the approach. Cause right. yeah, right. I wasn't all, you know, depending on who approaches me right. <laughs> or how you approach me, that will be the answer that I will get. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all those that, you know, that I did that to. Okay, I don't remember. I mean I remember, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So go ahead and apologize for all the all the Toe down guys from back Honestly, in the day. You know what? And they probably rich and fine now. They probably rich and fine. They could have been my baby daddy. Mm, 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 mm-hmm. mm, See? Mm, young ladies. Be nice. Be nice, young ladies. That's to right. Everyone. That's all you got to do. Be nice. But that guy with them <laughs> run down shoes could be rich in 10 years. You're right. You never could've know. had a whole plan. Could have had a whole plan. Millionaire. <laughs> Okay, maturity comes with age. Maturity definitely comes with age. Exactly. 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 So, anywho. Anywho. Ooh. So, what's up next? Let me see. So, let's see what we got next here. So, I want to give you a scenario. Since we kind of, you know, talking in a a personal level. So you're married, and not saying that this has ever happened to you, but this is just a scenario that I want to get your, you know, perspective on. Okay. So you ask your wife to babysit your nieces and nephews, niece or nephew, niece and nephews, whatever. And but they're like bad. Like you don't think so, but your wife has, you know, babysat them or watched them previously, and she always has complained about how bad they asses out, right? So you ask her to watch them for a weekend because of a game or, you know, you want to go out of town with your sibling. We'll, we'll say, yeah, basketball game, football game, whatever. So she says, no, you ask her, can you watch them? And she just says, no. And she walks upstairs and that, that is it. What are you doing? Are you going to say, but why, you know, like, please. Are you going to go on a guilt trip or are you really going to respect her answer? And when she says no, you're going to call your sibling and be like, unfortunately, she can't watch the kids, so we cannot go. In order for you to go to the game, she has to watch the churn. Mm-hmm. What you going to do? I say this, this is where the generational answer would come into play. Mm-hmm. Today, I would know that they some badass kids. And but I you would, don't think so. You think they are nice and when you around, they so respectful, but it's something about as soon as the men walk out that house, they well, become 
little Tasmanians. Well, I have to re- I have to believe and respect what she's telling me because I know that kids are one way in front of certain people and they're another way mm-hmm. in front of another group of people. So I would trust that she would tell me that, you know, the things that she's going through when she's with them is totally different from when I'm in front of the kids. So I will have to respectfully decline to go to the game or whatever it is, because I wouldn't want to put her in that situation. So skybox, y'all up in the skybox. Again. You know, you got tickets. It's the only, the only two tickets. You can't go no other time. This is it for you. You just gonna respect your wife and say no, and just be like, "That's just what it is." I mean, you really want, like, you really, really, really want to go. Look, that's it for you. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, that's why I say it's a generational thing. Now, <laughs> if I'm 25 years old and this same thing is happening, I'm gonna ask her and ask her and ask her until I, until <laughs> I make her feel guilty about it. But nowadays, I'm like, it's, it's just not worth it. Is that just? Okay. Yeah, I learned how to pick my battles. You know, okay. that's just not a battle that I'm willing to fight because when it's all said and done, you know, I got to come home to her. Yeah. So why do I want to sit in a, in a house where the mood is all gloomy because of something that I did? Because I didn't mm-hmm. respect her wishes. I didn't respect the things that she said or, or the, her feelings. I don't want to live that way. Yeah. I mean, I think like even men, some men that is your age or older i think it's all about the relationship that you have with your wife or significant other i do think that even if you were you know 40, 40s 50s 60s and you really wanted to go to this game mm-hmm. but the relationship has always been more like if i ask her she generally says no it's generally says yes like she rarely says no so when she says no, and it's something you really want to do, no matter how old or young you are, I think that that option to change her mind is always there. It's always going to be there. So I think it's more of the relationship that you have and how that that woman that woman really is as far as is she a yes sir? And then when she does say no, it's like the end of the world. You just, oh, Lord, Jesus, she said no. And you don't know how to react to that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's two ways. I don't, you know, sometimes it does come with age, but I honestly think it's just the type of woman that you have and then the type of relationship that you guys have. Now, she is, I would say she's, if there was a scale of one to 10 and 10 being the, the closest to being saying yes all the time, I would say she's probably about a seven. Okay. Um, because the, the the one thing that she does that I I have to keep telling her to just you know kind of pull back on is you know if I if we like back in the day when we could go to the movies, you know mm-hmm. like hey you want to go to a movie this weekend or whatever, and she would say okay what do you want to see. And then, but I know we always knew it was a movie that she wanted to see that was out there as well. Mm-hmm. So I would say, well, what do you want to see? And yeah. she would put herself on a back burner just to go see what I want to see. Mm-hmm. You know? And it'd be the same thing like when we were watching TV or something like that, you know. 
if I'm in a room and, I, and there's something I want to see, whatever, you know, she would either let me have the TV and she'll go in the other room or she'll just sit there. And even though there's something she may want to see, you know, she'll mm-hmm. sit there and watch what I want to see. And I'm like, no, you got to stop doing that. And it's the same thing yeah. with the restaurants, you know. She want to go to the restaurant. You know, what restaurant you want to go to? Well, what restaurant do we want to go? Let's compromise on the restaurant, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I would say she's probably around a seven of that yeah. scale, you know. So where you put yourself at if you had to put yourself on a scale? Um, The thing is about me is that I have no... <laughs> I have, like, I can say no to my significant other. That's just what it is. Uh, I don't have an issue saying no okay. to him for some reason. Um, so. That's a pissed you off. No, not not even. I think it's more of, in my mind, he's going to like me regardless. It doesn't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if I was to say no to that that co-worker, even though I'm only with them for eight hours a day, it matters to me kind of like how they feel about me. But for him, I know we've been together for a long time. He knows how I am. He knows, you know, I can say no. And he doesn't take it to heart. Um, so it's, it's like easier for me to say no to him because I know that it's not going, he's not going to perceive me differently. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, if it's something that I know that he really wants to do or a restaurant that he really wants to go to, then I have no problem with saying, sure, you know, we can go wherever you want to go. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. But when I really don't want to do it, like for instance, I don't like yard work. I don't. Um, but it has to get done. So when he asked me and I really don't feel like it, I will say no, but I feel like hella guilty because I'm seeing him outside and he's sweating. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and that that's where the, okay, I'm gonna I'm a go outside type thing comes from. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel guilty about saying no. But if it's something else, like saying no to going somewhere, I just don't want to, you know, I just don't want to go anywhere. But when it comes to like chores or something like that, and it's something that he has to do by himself and it will go a lot faster if I contribute it, then at that point, that's when a guilt trip comes for me. So you buy but, three. You know, no. <laughs> Relationship, I probably, I probably am about a five. I'm like in the middle. I'm like okay. in the middle. Okay. But for like, the workplace or friends, then I probably am about to step. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably am about to seven. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's a condition. It's a condition. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. cool. <laughs> so uh let's talk about this this book. The art okay. of saying no. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys go check it out, you know, on your own free time. But we want to give you some points that came from this book. And uh, we're going to kind of discuss them afterwards. Um, But there are eight points we're going to kind of bring up here, bring to you guys' attention. So the first one is, uh, no, you can't please everyone. Tell yourself it's impossible to do so. 
I think that's very, yeah. very key. No. Yeah, and I think that, yeah. And I think that's, that's the key to like the mommies of the world. Yes. That's like yes. a direct hit to the mommies because you can't do and you can't be two places at one time. So choose which one is the most important and keep it going. Which goes yeah. to the next point, which says, know what you are saying yes to. Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. don't put yourself out there, you know, when you know you can accomplish you know, what right. you've been asked to do. Right. So uh, that that's that's for me. That's a direct hit for me. Because no. like I say, I say yes, but I don't put that thousand percent effort yeah. into it. If I, you know, said yes and I really wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Reflect and prepare yourself to say no. Now that's for those people who have a hard time saying no. Yeah. And that is so sad to me that you actually have to put it in your mind. Okay, I'm going to say no like this. Okay, no, I'm going to say no like this. Okay, I'm going to say no. And then after that, I say no. Then I'm going to tell her why. Like, why do we have to do that? Like, that is crazy to me. It is. That is crazy. It is. Now. Which goes to the, the, the number four point, which says avoid details. Mm-hmm. Avoid I'm a detailer. Details. <laughs> detailer. I'm a Virgo. That's just what we do. Like, I can't just say no. I feel like I have to back it up. I'm a detailed person anyway. So, I mean, when I say back it up, I mean, like, back it up like all the details in the world mm-hmm. <laughs> about why and see, I have I'm, to say no. I'm totally different and I'm like you know Pisces so we tell you kick rocks in a heartbeat <laughs> we just tell you kick rocks no I ain't doing uh, peace out yeah deuces nah. <laughs> know, the, know the things people use to get you to say yes mm-hmm. that's, so that's very important yeah that's very important because the ones who know you well will know how to use mm-hmm. it against you. Mm-hmm. you know? Manipulate, ma- manipulating me. Yep. To say yes, that's what it is. <laughs> Manipulative <laughs> behavior. Yes. Uh, number six says, just say no. Just cold turkey. Just, just say no. Okay. Just say. I'm gonna no. Try. Offer an alternative. Now that's different. Because to me, that's I think awful. that that's. Yeah, like, it's like saying yes, but kind of, sort of. It's like saying yes, but passing the book. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm saying no, but why don't you ask her? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, maybe Sharon can do it. You know, like, like that. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if that's really effective either. I, I don't <laughs> think so. So, last one is beware of your apology. Don't over apologize. This can become leverage for them to convince you to say yes. Yeah, I'm I'm that person too. I think I will apologize. So I can, I won't apologize. Mm-hmm. I ain't tell, like I said. I just tell you kick rocks and just keep it moving. Yeah, I yeah. I'm just moving. gonna yeah. I I just feel bad because that's what that that guilt comes in, and that's what that that likable thing comes in like even even at my age now you know I've learned that and people always say why are you worried about you know what such and such thinks of you and that's where it it stems from um 
And I just feel like once you, when you are popular in high school and college and just like one of those people that, you know, people just automatically flock to you, I feel like you will always want to be that likable person because Mm -hmm. you're used to it. So with that comes that, that yes mentality as well. Okay. So yeah. And then when you can't do it, because you've always done it, that's when you want to apologize and you feel guilty for saying no. And that's when you want to continue to apologize. So, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. All right. mm-hmm. So now I'm going to put you to some scenarios like you did me earlier. So I'm going to give you some scenarios. Okay. And that's, you can show us how you would handle yourself in these scenarios. Okay. Let's so, go. So you don't want to hang out. But your, but your best friend, your home girl, your stick girl, she asked you to. And you, you want to say no. So how would you tell her no? Um, and I've been in these situations a lot. Um, <laughs> I would avoid it. Honestly, but she called, I probably wouldn't answer. <laughs> okay, see, that, that's not one of the eight points here, so. <laughs> I probably would answer the phone and then call her at like 12 o'clock and be like, damn, I fell asleep. I'm so sorry. Like, that would be. Oh, so you are lying to her? Probably. Huh? So you're going to lie to her? I mean, I, 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 at 12 o'clock, I probably would be asleep. So, not really lie. I would twist it, a, you know, a little bit. But, like, but hold up. But you don't know if she's asked what she's going to ask you yet until you talk to her. Uh, she already texted me. No, we, we didn't say all that. We didn't say anything. She, she already texted me after, hey, you want to hang out? And then if she calling, if she calling, she following up. Because I ain't answering that. Nope. First time you hear from her is on the phone call. Oh, my God. Hey. Okay. Hey, I want to go out. And, and I will be like. Let's go to the club tonight. I got some guys that's going to meet us there. Or whatever. Oh, I got a good one. I ain't got no babysitter. Oh. I'm sorry. I don't have no babysitter. I do not have no babysitter girl. Wait, let's call Sharon. She like she like your kids. Let's call uh-uh, Sharon. See? See, that's what you see? You passing the book. That was number six. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> oh my God. All right, let's uh, do the next one. I no, but one. I would really make up excuses. Like I I would really make up excuses. I don't have nothing to wear. Or Oh my God, I'm just so tired. Oh, I don't feel good. I got a headache. Like, oh my it's, God. it's endless. It's endless. Right. Let's go to the next one. So, your coworker asks you to make a dish for a fundraiser, but you don't want to simply, you don't want to do it because you just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Has it all the time in the world? You have all the time in the world to do it, but you just need to say no because you just don't want to do it. It's for a fundraiser. So what are you mm-hmm. going to do? Um, I would probably say, unfortunately, you know, I won't be able to do it. Um, I'm going to say it like that. Unfortunately, I won't be able to do it. But I feel like you should you should say something else, right? Something else got to follow that's not, up. That's not what that's not the art of saying no. Like I feel, unfortunately, I won't be able to do it. No, we, we need something Why else. Why do we do like that? We need that's something. Else. Do. No, 
No, no, no, no. that's Be- all I have. Because especially if it's one of those pe- one of those individuals who are that is the head of the fundraiser, and they're going to ask you, but why not? You don't have any time, and what's can. going on? I do, you know what? I just can't. It's something personal. That's what it is. I can't. It's 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 just something personal. Unfortunately, I won't be able to do it that day because I, it's just something I have something personal to do. I'm but sorry. it's for the, but it's for the Make a Wish Foundation. Oh. <laughs> And then I, you know what I would do? I would, I would do a donation. I would be like, okay, do you take monetary donations? I would uh, flip it. Oh, uh, monetary donations. That's slick right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's slick. You're going to hell for that one. Yeah. Hey, I can't, I, I can't, I can't say no to kids. I really don't feel like that dish, but I, I, I support. So. Yeah, you're going to hell for that. Anyway, <laughs> so a car salesman asks you to buy an extended warranty on your car. But you know you don't want it. So you, what do you say? Now with the car salesman. Mm-hmm. Now at first, my first, my second car, my second car actually um, went through a car dealership, and it was very difficult for me to say no. Like I literally had to call my dad and say, "Daddy, do you think that I should get?" And I knew he was gonna say no. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? That's what I would say. Well, my daddy said, "I, I, I don't need one." <laughs> That was that was just what it was. So with now, with them now, I can honestly say no, no thank you, nope, no thank you. I don't need it. No thank you. I don't. I don't need it. With car salesmen, I'm a little bit different because that's their job. So I feel like they're hustling you anyway. So in order to save face, I'd be like, no, I don't need it. That's the, that's probably I can say no and just leave it at that. You know, it's funny when I bought my my last car because uh, I think my last couple cars that's my last three the bought bought brand new so i already knew i knew the game the last three i know what they do but this is is over 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 a 15 year span time span so Uh we ain't talking about yesterday but um Mm. i knew what they're gonna i knew how the game plays so when i went into the little room to do my little paperwork whatever sat with a guy and I saw the list of things that he was about to try to sell me or get me to try to mm-hmm. pick between. So I leaned into him and said, look here, bro. You can skip all that right there because I'm going to tell you right now, I ain't getting none of that. And I just can't be moving. <laughs> That's how you do it. I told him, no, right uh, off the bat. Don't even waste your time with me, bro. I'm moving on. Let's just get to the paperwork. Uh, and sign my paperwork and let me get on up out of here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and got no problem with saying nope. Keep it moving. Mm-mm. So yeah, guys, that's a little bit different. You could, yeah, <laughs> you, you can you can tell them that easily. So a Girl Scout, a cute little Girl Scout, asks you to buy some cookies, but you already have three boxes at the house of the one she's just trying to sell you. So how do you tell her no? Um, I would probably say. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have any money on me. Where are you going to be tomorrow? <laughs> so you're going to have her come back out tomorrow. there in the streets waiting for or, <laughs> you. Or how long are y'all going to be out here on this post? Because I, I don't have the cash. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Such a lie. You're a professional liar. That's not a lie. I wonder why I don't have, I don't be having cash on me often anyway. So not to attend that is true, but I'm just saying. She gonna mess with me. Put out that list. And then I would be like, oh my god, you're just so cute. 
She can yes. be like, you can swipe your card on my phone. I have a swipe, a little square on my phone. You can. I'm buy. sorry. I don't trust that. <laughs> no, I just, I, have, I, don't, I don't trust that right there. Oh, you're I'm professional. sorry. You're a professional. <laughs> no, no, you're a professional liar. <laughs> Never a liar. You're born Never in the game. I don't trust those game. things. This is all things that I don't trust. I don't trust the little swipe thing. Mm. I don't like that stuff. I don't like how it shows up in your bank account. I can't ever trace it back. Mm-mm, I don't do that. Oh my God. This is not lies. This is totally true. Okay. Okay. Last one. Mm-hmm. Your sister, y'all. Ace Boom Coons. That's your, that's your girl. Mm-hmm. She's been mm-hmm. having a hard time. Mm-hmm. But so she asked you for some money. It's not a ex- big, big amount of money. It's maybe like a hundred dollars or something like that, just to help her get by for the next week or so. And she asked you, but you don't want to give it to her. What are you going to do? Well, what you been doing with your money? Why? What? Are so you're going to spend time working? asking her questions about it versus giving it to her. You got to get to the point where you're going to take it. Make sense. Help me to help you. How does this make sense? She like, might help are you me giving that? Me. Like, I would have to ask, like, I wouldn't even ask her what it's for because that's none of my business. Okay. When I give people money, I don't care what it's for, to be honest, because you ask me because you need it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to say is, how can we not have this occur again? <laughs> what is it that I can do to help you not ask me for no more money going forward? You know, oh, now with that, I mean, I, you still I got your an answer. Yeah, huh? I, I mean, I would, yeah, I would give her. And by the time I finish giving her a hard time, she'd probably be like, you know what, keep your damn money. I don't even need no more. I'm going to go ask mom. You know what? And, you know, <laughs> I think if you harass her enough with all those questions, she won't come back anymore anyway. Right. Because I'm going to need to know, because I'm going to need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I just still working. How are you managing your money? Is it a you know like that type thing? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know it's a lot. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway. Oh. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So uh, we at the end of our time here. So uh, mm-hmm. definitely <clears throat> bought out the the male and the female versions of the say no aspect of things um, yes but uh definitely definitely keep yourselves tuned in for us for our future episodes you know we do our episodes every other week uh so please stay tuned uh we don't know how often we're going to do the video side of it but we're going to we're going to figure it out and try to get some consistency down and, and once we get that mm-hmm. down we'll let you guys know but definitely keep tuned in if you have any questions you have any concerns, you have any gripes, you have any likes, <laughs> feel free to send us an email. Go to, mm-hmm. our, go to our website, the uh, podcast.com. Uh, yep, yep. Send us an email through there or a comment through there. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, we'll definitely give you our opinion on it, whether you like it or not. We're just going to give it to you straight. Um, I want a story. Somebody give me a story and need advice. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. I want some advice. I, I will give you advice. We will give you advice. That's right. That's right. Between <laughs> the two of us, we got some experience to give you some advice on. Yeah, just a little bit. 
So just just as soon as shoot us your information, we'll make sure we help you guys out. Uh, so keep in tune with us, and uh, we will see you guys on the next episode. So boop, you want to go ahead and take us on out of here? Yes, this is going to be the mantra of 2022. All right. Your mental health is greater than people's feelings. Do not force these pieces, guys. If it don't fit, let it go. There you go. There you Thanks, go. Thanks, everybody. Right. Peace. Peace.